and I went, you know, it's a 25 day story um, that I posted on my YouTube and uh, it just took 25 days approximately. And the clients just started flowing. So, you know, and I wasn't an expert at that point. It was all about dedication, just our flipping the switch and getting serious. You know, I did have my agency for two years before that, but it wasn't making money. I, I made like three, four, five hundred dollars here and there. So I could always, you know, buy some groceries, whatever I wanted to. But when I flipped the switch, it, it happened within like around three weeks. And then I was very serious with it. I started having multiple clients. Whenever I, I got my first client, I always on sales meeting referred to the client I was working with, right? So I said, I'm currently working with this brand. We're doing this. We're doing that. And after that point, we started to get clients very fast. So within a span of like another month, we scaled it um, because the first month was actually 15K uh, in, in profits, which was great. And then we scaled it straight up to 30 within a month. And then we stayed at 30 for two years. And then we just like, we went very like rapid in periods. We scaled zero to 30 in two months. Then we stayed at two, uh, 30 for, for two years. Then we scaled 30 to 70 in one and a half months. And then we scaled to 100 within like six weeks. So it scales incredibly. Episode 63 featuring Henrik. Well, that's how you say your last name, right? Wold? Yes, sir. That's uh, correct. You want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Henrik. I'm 21 years old. I'm from Norway, at least as for now. And I run a marketing agency. I've been running the agency for around six, seven years at this point. And now we're also trying, trying to get out on YouTube. So we run Facebook ads only for e-commerce. Yeah, so I saw in one of your YouTube videos, you said you were making $110,000 a month off SMMA. How, to people who want to start that, how exactly do they do this? Well, it's hard, first of all. I, like so many people got to realize this, starting an SMMA is not easy. But I mean, easy is maybe not necessarily that hard, but it's time consuming. So when you first start up this business, you got to go in and prepare to actually spend a lot of time. So I spent, you know, two, three, four, five, six hours, even more when I first started. But I think the main thing you got to do is, it's good if you have background in like e-commerce, for example, just because you know how to run ads. I'm not saying it's needed, but you got to figure out where you want to work with. Like, is it chiropractors? Is it e-commerce? And then you got to pick a niche and you got to get a name. Like you want to be very professional. And, and that's it. Honestly, that's how we started it. And we just started DMing people. We did a lot of free work, especially for e-commerce stores. And, and then we just figured out like, yo, we could actually make some money over this. So then when you, so how old were you when you first got started? Well, I started when I was 15. I think the summer I was 15. I probably, I just turned 16 actually. And I did not start with SMMA. I started with dropshipping. So over the summer of like the year later, I think it was actually 2018. I had a dropshipping store. We're selling wooden sunglasses and we got like very good results. I always say we, but it's honestly, it's just me. I think it's because of like YouTube and stuff. I got so used to it. But yeah, we, we run that dropshipping store. It did good. It did 240K that month. And then we realized that there was so many headaches with the business, right? So we switched it up completely. We kind of like left all the headaches with ad account bans, the feedback score and all that stuff. And we just transitioned into running a marketing agency. So when I was around 19, my agency really started working. But yeah, I've been in the game since I was like 16. And then how did you start like scaling your business? Because I imagine that when you first start, it's, it's, you know, you're not going to be making thousands of dollars in your very first months. Yeah, for SMMA. Yeah. 
Well, it does depend, right? You know, technically you could. It has a lot to do with luck as well, who you get in touch with, who replies. There's a lot of different factors. So, you know, you could make it the first month, but it's you you can't assume that, right? So mm-hmm. so for me, it was slow. It was slow. And I think for everyone getting into it, you gotta you gotta realize that it's slow because so many people out there are like pushing it to be super simple. But but it's it's really not. It's an, an agency compared to dropshipping, you often compare it as business models. Like this is a serious business. It's it's got to be super professional. So like for anyone starting, they they should do their research. They they should you know maybe like I recommend people to take action instantly. But to be like straight up honest, maybe you shouldn't take action instantly. Maybe you like should watch some YouTube videos and learn a little bit before you get into it. Because if not, like you're gonna waste so much time just you know working on the wrong things. So my advice would you know be to to study the game a lot before you get into it and pick a niche, stick to that. And don't switch it up. That's where people mess up. Like they first work with chiropractors, they run out of them. So they switch to gyms. Like you want to be the go-to agency for one specific niche. Yeah, there's a lot of beginners out there that really just sign whatever client they they come across that's willing to work for them because, you know, they just want clients no matter the niche. So, you know, do you think that, you know, that that's that you should be a passive agency owner where you maybe study the content for four months straight and then you go right in? Or do you think you should be someone that just maybe watches a couple YouTube videos and then goes in and then watches a couple more and then just continues on while still taking proactive action, basically? Yeah, that's the thing. It depends, right? I feel like if you, you can, you don't have to work, you don't have to study long. You can jump into it fast if you don't take what you watch so literally. That's the problem most people have. They take it so literally. And when you take everything super literal, you got to know everything too because you got to do it according to the book. So if you think that it's actually not not that serious, it's actually not that literal, then you should go out there and figure out a lot of stuff on your own and watch some videos. So like you get started, you watch like five, six, 10 videos and then you just go at it uh, and, and learn as you go. Like don't watch videos on Facebook ads before you're there. That's people's biggest problem, 100%. Uh, one step at a time. So y- your goal now is to make the money. You don't need to know how to multiply their money. You, you don't need to know anything about this. Only focus on getting the money from the client and master that aspect. Because if someone were to send you $10,000 tomorrow, like, and you had zero, I'm pretty sure you would figure out how to run Facebook ads overnight if someone had sent you that, that amount. So my best advice for that, for someone starting, is like just jump into it, watch a couple of videos, and then focus on step-by-step. Step. Do, do not look at anything else, such as building a company, Facebook ads or anything, just Step-by-step, step. get the client. Okay, now I got the client. Now I do this and that. That's like my best advice. Because if not, you're just sitting on the sidelines. And then what do you think the best method for getting in touch with clients is? Like, I figured it would vary a little bit by like from niche to niche. Uh, but, you know, I feel like a lot of times, like what I've tried reaching out to clients and stuff, the reply rate uh, is very low compared to like for emailing versus cold calling. The reply rate is like, you know, it differs a lot. So what's your take on that? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, like, it has a lot to do with your niche. So if you're in the info product niche, for example, you want to work with, let's say, coaches, gurus, people selling courses, like, obviously, you should go to Instagram to DM them. You don't call the email them. So if you work at that niche, it's more so a connect niche. So it's different. Some niches are connect niches where it's way more casual, right? You're just trying to connect with them. So that would be info products, for example. The perfect idea there would be through Instagram. Now, if you're working with e-commerce, for example, it's a very good move to do cold emailing. Same if you work with gyms, it does depend on a niche, right? Just like you said, but you know, my go-to strategies is always going to be cold emailing. Now that we're getting more followers on Instagram, probably going to do that as well. But 
cold, cold emailing is very good. And, and Facebook, you're just DMing pages on Facebook. Like whenever we try to get in touch with a gym, we go to Facebook, we search for gyms, London, gyms, uh, LA, whatever, and just DM all the pages. And yeah, you should have like 40, 50% respond rate. Like actually, if, if you know how to DM them. And then should the DMs, like if you're DMing a large amount of people within the same niche, how personalized should your DMs be like, or tailored to each business? Because if you're like looking at their business model and you notice flaws in like, let's say their website or you're doing um, SEO or something like that, how personalized should it be from business to business? Well, I, I don't personalize before I have qualified. So if, the, if I somehow talk to the client and, and he actually gets back to me, then we'll start personalizing. So we personalize more in sort uh, we personalize more like when it comes to helping them, like looking at their website. That's when we start personalizing. We're like, we're checking the website. We're letting him know like, this is bad, this is good. But in the introduction, it's just like, hey, name of the business, who's in charge of marketing. And the second we get them on, like they start talking back and forth, then we go personal and talk about their stuff. So that's been my approach. Like we don't really personalize too much before they're warm. When they're warm, we, we obviously do it. Um, I think it's better to just go by the masses. Honestly, 100 DMs a day is better than five personalized, in my opinion. Got it. So do you think that a lot of people, they fail or they just don't get past the outreach stage because they're not sending those 400, 500 bulk emails a day and then those like 100 messages on Facebook every single day? Uh, could you repeat that? Do you think that a lot of people fail in the outreach stage because they're just not sending as many emails that they need to? Like I heard there was this rule, Montel Gordon said this, he's like another YouTuber, you probably heard of him in the SMMA space. He said that the rule of thumb here is 2000 emails to get your first client or something. Yeah, that's an average statistics many people have said. Um, just take it I'll sit a little bit far away from the mic. It's good. It's good audio, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that is very common. Yeah, I've also heard like 2,000, 2,500. But the thing is like, obviously, it's not one out of 2.5K. You're not, you, you don't have to do it that many times. You're basically rolling. Every, day, every mail you send is a one in 2,000 chance, right? So it can happen way faster too. But yeah, he's, he's right with that, I think. And also wanted to say, you know, I get countless of DMs every single day of people that doesn't get replies. And then I talk to them and, and like, not even joking. It's like, they send out 10 DMs and they're wondering what's wrong. Uh, I always tell them like at least a hundred DMs before you can make any conclusion at all. And as far as email scripts, testing different emails, 250 per email is kind of like what I'm doing. Uh, so, and then we'll start to recognize the pattern of which email is best, but yeah, you got to do it in like big bulks, masses for sure. So do you think that when people like go and buy a course and then those, those sample email templates, those like line scripts are the exact same for every single person that buys that course. Do you think that's like a bad idea to use that considering that means everyone has the same email script? No, absolutely not. I think it's good. Now the reason for that is because it, you can't say SMMA is saturated and it is, but compared to dropshipping it's saturated in a way that it does not matter. So if you DM someone and you think the business might be saturated, the guy you DM does not know your competitor. You're at the end of the day, an agency that makes 300K a month is small. Nobody's heard of it. So the competitors does not exist, right? And there's millions, I mean, hundreds of millions of businesses out there. So it's like, you know, they've never heard about your competitor anyways. They never seen this script before anyways. So like with the volume of businesses out there does not matter. Like I recommend most people to start out to just make a basic agency, like literally just have a website like everyone else, because they're never going to find your competitor's website regardless. And same goes with the email templates. Like I would probably just use it. Yeah. And, but eventually I would tweak it too. I do split this, right? So we do four or five different emails. We can do, take two from a course, these scripts, we can make, make one more self. You know, we do a little bit of everything. I think it's a great way to start out. 
And then what's your process for selling? So like, let's say, uh, let's say you get in touch with a client and it's your first client. Like what are, what are kind of the steps that you would take on the call to just kind of, you know, make them really believe in your product and that like just ultimately to make them sign you and then uh, pay you at the end of the day? A lot of people is going to be a little bit turned off because if you, if you don't know anything about marketing, you should work for free for two weeks. But the mm-hmm. thing is, if you do it good, those two weeks, it will pay you after. So you get one testimonial and you will get the payment. Um, that's the best approach because if you don't know anything about it, what are your chances on really closing a 3K client on the call? It's low, it's doable, but you don't even speak the cl- client's language. You don't even know what you're talking about with ads. So it's way easier for you to close the client on a trial. Everyone is down to do a trial pretty much. So you will have like 80, at least the people I helped like 80, 90% even. I mean, we haven't failed it so far, but I, I never want to say 100%. Like when we do trials, it always works. And then you get some experience of those two weeks and he's eventually going to pay you, but you got to be patient. So if you if you optimize for a trial, you should sign clients this week. Yeah, this is the one of the most major questions I had to ask about this. Like when you're on that free trial and you're offering that free trial to clients and you are spending their ad budget on like Facebook ads, for example, right? How do you convince yep. them to let you do that free trial and let, let you run their ads if you're spending their money on ads? Yeah, exactly. Well, to be honest, you know, I haven't done trials in very long. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great question. It's actually a little bit hard to answer that one. Um, usually they, they do close on it. They got to be aware that they have to spend the money. Um, the reason it works is because we first of all, and sometimes you make up scenarios too, we first of all give them value. We're setting up a 10-minute strategy call. And I usually say it like this. Let's get on a call with the next three steps that you can take, that you can, t- the next three steps you can make to take your business to the next level within a month. So when we say those three steps, the call goes over three steps. So now we got to make up three steps. And then it's just like, this guy's really know what he's talking about. And at the end, you just, you, you always talk a little bit about your experience and stuff during the call. And at the end, you just plug it. And all you need then is to get access to their business manager, on Facebook, whatever platform you use, you got to ex- get access to their page. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not that good at setting free trials because I don't do it right now. But I know it's very simple because I teach it. You know, I have many friends that want to get into SMMA and, and it's a very effective strategy to get the clients. Like pretty much everyone is down to work with you for free. If you seem like a reasonable guy and they're only lose like $200, just make sure you have like a low budget when starting. Like don't spend more than $70 a day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, do you, a lot of people out there right now, they think that, you know, SMMA, dropshipping, e-commerce, it's all a scam. So what do you say to those people? Well, I mean, the people that says that are the people that goes into it with wrong expectations, right? Mm-hmm. The people that just like, you know, watches some stuff on TikTok, they get high and they're like high of the idea, obviously. And like trying to get into it and just get like burst of motivation. The people that gets burst on motivations and just, just fades fast, they're going to say it's scam. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's more so about discipline. Obviously, it's not a scam. Um, I know so many people that does SMMA that doesn't have anything to sell you. They don't have Instagram. They have nothing. I, I probably know over 30 people. Uh, same with dropshipping. So clearly, it's not only people that makes money off of courses. There's so many agencies out there that nobody's heard of that's, that's printing money. But um, sure, it's a scam if your expectation is to make money the first week, which many people think. But you can make money the first week too. That's the great part. So it's really just about being patient and then, you know, trusting the process and working on your skills. Uh, and, you know, like you said, like doing free trials and just like, 
kind of like testing the ropes a little bit to try and find your first client. And then from there, when your credibility is up, then you can start getting more and more high ticket clients. Yeah, exactly. And also, you know, um, so when you work for free for SMMA, you are kind of working to, to get money. So, you know, these people that thinks it's a scam, they will work for free during college for four years, but they cannot imagine working for free for just one month on an internet business that even can get them paid. And this is where I feel people go wrong because they think it's a shortcut. But uh, yes, back to back to what we we're talking about. I kind of got left off guard because <laughs> I just wanted to say I just wanted to like make sure people know like what to expect coming into it. Sorry about that. So how long did it take you like when you really just went really hard into SMMA? Yeah, I know what they're talking about because there's so many great people inside of groups. So many people that's willing to work for not the highest amount of money, but in their country, they're making a lot. So yeah, I would, I would do Facebook groups. It's more personal too, compared to a guy on Upwork that has hundreds of clients. So I do Facebook groups any day. Now, when you get very far up, you usually get, you know, a team in place to your connections, uh, not just groups anymore. So it gets even more professional. Would you recommend Facebook groups for finding clients? Uh, yeah, absolutely. This was something I was talking about here the other day. It, that, very, that, like, that depends on your niche. So I, this is how I started my SMMA. You remember I said like I made like three, $400 every once in a while, right? Um, the way I did that was not through like cold outreach. So I was doing this for e-com because remember I had a successful dropshipping store, but you can do the exact same thing for dentists or chiropractors. So just make, you know, this applies to every niche. So how I made my first money when I was broke was through Facebook groups. So I went in there and I gave free value in the comments. So somebody would ask things such as, hey, there's something wrong with my Facebook pixel or what is the pixel? I would come in and say, that's the thing that tracks. The pixel does this, that. And then they would say, thank you. And I would say, message me if you need anything. So I would comment on every post inside of the groups, right? So there would be like 30 comments on me and not even only the guy who, who asked the question is going to see it, but tens of other people are going to see that I'm in a group helping out for free. And now they say, thank you. Say DM me if you need anything. So every morning I was waking up to like 10, 30, 20, 30 people DMing me asking about advice. So eventually I was just like, I was helping them out for free in the chat, in the groups. And I was just like, yo, I'll, I'll run your ads. Just give me like three, $400. So you go into a marketing group for dentists. Let's just use that as an example or gyms. And you give free advice in the comments. And then you just like, hit me up if you need anything. I got you. And that's how you get your first clients. That's the approach I would take. Because when you do that approach, I'm, I'm not just kidding. Uh, I got my first client in a day doing that. It might be a little bit luck, but I, I got three more the same week. So I don't think it's luck, but that's the hustle. So if you're like really looking for fast money, help people in Facebook groups and and then and then try to close them afterwards. Okay, got it. So like a group that's like very much in your niche, like marketing for like, let's say like chiropractors, for example, trying to find a group like that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm saying like, you'll do their stuff. And it, like, you could even like, Mention your free trial, right? If you're just starting out and you're offering free trials, you could say like, I'll do your ads or whatnot, SEO for a month free and then see how you like it. Absolutely. Uh, you, can, you can do the trial. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think of it. Uh, and I think like without experience, you can make money there, but just not more than $500 a month max per client. So you don't have to, but yeah, I would probably go by the trial. Got it. Okay. So and then... In one of your videos, you talked about how there was... So it gets so hot. Yeah, yeah my parents gave me... Uh, they gave me until March. Um, I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was around November or December um, where they told me I would have to go back to college um, because I dropped out. And 
you know, they were absolutely against it. They didn't like it at all, but they gave me a shot. So they gave me like three or four months. I don't remember if it was November or December, but I told. Oh, your audio cut. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I was, I was actually talking about this with my dad, like two, three days ago. Like, remember this time you gave me uh, three months. And then so I got a lot of pressure on me. I was I was actually still wasting my time. Cause I, I dropped out for like one year before that. So I was just playing video games and stuff. Uh, but then we got to February, no progress was made. And I was just like, there's no chance I'm going back to college. I, I can't do this because you know, at the end of the day, I wanted to do it. So I went on a rampage and the only thing I did was sit inside my room for like, I'd say 15, 20 days. And then I managed to sign a client. Um, so I think the key, uh, for that was that I put myself under a lot of pressure because, you know, at the end of the day, like if you just live with your parents, and you don't face this school situation you're comfortable or they let you do whatever you want to do you know you don't really need money if you're 18 19 16 years old so there's not really any pressure you can do it later so i broke out of the comfort zone i put pressure on myself which is why i pulled the switch because if i did not have that time span of uh, three four months i would just still chill right uh because i didn't really need money while i was living with them so definitely the pressure like really helped me with that yeah so comfort breeds complacency that's what you're saying yeah 100 percent. absolutely and then as a beginner would you recommend like niche hopping before you find clients in your niche or would you kind of like pick a niche before you start and then just keep emailing that one niche um if i started today i would go with one niche but okay. also like it's a hard question because at the same time I would think like it's smart to get some experience everywhere. Just get used to connecting and stuff. And how are you going to figure out what you like to do before you like really have tried different things? So, you know, my, my answer is like yes and no at the same time. Depends. Like I think it's smart to test different niches. But when you're building a long-term agency, you got to stick to one niche at the same time. So, you know, I, I think that's up to you, to be honest. I think no other, no option is like better than the other one when starting. Got it. Okay. But like, you know, when you get far. Nobody takes the guy serious. That's like going to help you with ads. And like, I'm, I'm the agency for chiropractors, gyms, e-commerce, like, you know, no chance. They'll go to an agency that specializes in their field. So if they need help with Facebook ads, they don't go to the agency that does Facebook ads, Google ads, TikTok ads for e-com. You like, I want to be the go-to agency for Facebook ads specific for e-commerce. That's how we beat the competitors and actually are relevant. So at some point you got to be very niche with it. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, thank you for the interview. That was that was actually really great.